So everything's built up to this, this conversation between them. Yeah, Marcus has held it to himself for his own reasons because he doesn't want to, like, he doesn't want to address what's happened and also he wants to protect his brother. So it's 50% selfish, 50% thing. And the brother is just, the brother got obsessive investigating the mother. Um, they say that he found a bunch of love letters from all these soldiers and how she was um, obsessed with obsessed with sex. But the, all of these fellas were like proper obsessed with her as well. Like that, like she had. I think he says like she had them all under a spell or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. And then so this is. I'll I'll bet it was episode one, but I'll bet you about this. And I wish Grizzly Man did this. So what happens is Marcus. Can't tell him to his face, so he tells the camera. And you see his reaction with headphones to what Marcus says. But they also intersplice that with Mark, what Marcus is saying, mm-hmm. as opposed to Grizzly Man. You're just watching that woman feign. Maybe he's not feign, I just didn't like her. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? The reaction. Um, yeah, and what Marcus has to say, I don't, I don't want to go into it a whole heap. I don't know if you're keen to delve into that. Well, it's she she was personally assaulting them and abusing them at home, and then she was sending them out, driving them to places, getting a dinner, and then leaving a burn burns in different places or whatever together to be yeah abused by and- men. And again, it's no wonder it's it's like little di- like making them abuse each other. Yeah, it's just fucking. It's just oh, it's sickening to to say. Um, I did like um, Marcus when he started the video. It's just like, well, this will be a fuck you to my mother. Then yeah. let's do it. Do you know what I mean? Like the psych up to that. I can understand them doing that, and then just how they were basically rented out mm-hmm. to a bunch of weird people. And like it's like. For this, for some reason, I find it like even worse that she went and she would have dinner with these people and then yeah. and then leave them. Yeah, I I don't like that either. It's like she's getting ah, oh, different that's awful. But like the thing that I was really thinking about is right. You can understand how people find each other now with the internet and that. But how the fuck do you find all of these porvots? Like, how does the conversations begin? Where you found this many people who are all in uh, such awful bloody things. Do you know what? You're not wrong. I didn't think of that. It's just this is it, it's that kind of thought is why. Um, oh, what was it called? It was the Pizzagate thing. Who are the people who think like Tom Hanks and everyone are in an underground paedophile ring? Oh, I don't know. That's gonna do me head in. Oh, what's it called? Nope, that's gone. I can't believe I've deleted... I've played so much Football Manager, I've actually deleted that information. That was quite... <laughs> I, I, I kept tra- I kept track of those nutbags. They're like the January 6th um, people. Damn it. One of them, because uh, it stopped when he, he was left with an, an artist. He went, quite a famous artist, actually. <laughs> I don't know I googled that, the why shit that. out of that when it finished, but it didn't get any further. Oh, do you not find... Did it not say anything else in it? Mm-mm. I thought they might have saved that bit for the book. Well, I must admit, I'm very... Because when it finished, it was so well put together. And obviously, I was asking the question myself, as you were earlier, like, why get Netflix involved kind of thing? 
And I wondered if they had their own like production company or were in, do you know what I mean? But that's not the case either. They run a hotel, a luxury hotel. They live in the UK still, but run a, run a luxury hotel. Yeah, how did it, yeah, sorry, go on. How does it end? Well, well, they talk it out because uh, he watches it and then he comes back in. Yes, I. And then Alex is grateful, but obviously horrified, yeah. as anyone would be. Uh, Marcus is heartbroken to have had to have gone through it. Uh, and then Dennis, a very nice moment. They hug. It's yeah. not a it's not a great table to hug over. It's, look, do you know when you have like the people meeting in prison yeah. in, in the law? But yeah, and, and it's nice that they're able to move on. They have functional lives, but just fucking horrific. It is. And all, I mean, I'm so pleased that they're still together. And I'm so pleased it didn't, like, obviously it's caused a rift in, in that they felt like something was missing. But then, like, Alex feels like there's, it's not missing anymore. So that was nice. But I'm pleased that they didn't mm. lose their lives together because I was, that was my main worry when it started that the babies hadn't spoke for 20 years and I was like oh no but thank god they've been together the whole time and then this feels like yeah. it's like but then um oh, I just oh all, all I could think was I hope some of them fucking arseholes are still alive and they're absolutely shitting themselves the people who hurt them yeah that's what I was yeah, thinking I was like there's got to be a few of them fucking prick because I mean by the sounds of it it was basically like a paedophile ring and like the age they are, because they're like fifty-two, I think, or they're, they're in their fifties. So there's got to be some of these bloody assholes still alive. And I hope that they spend the rest of their days fucking shitting themselves. That's what I hope. Yep, I agree. I concur completely on that one. I did ask. I, I did wonder what did the dad do because they say he didn't know about that. Was he just an aggressive asshole, and then they disliked him for that? Well, I think that it sounded like he was very aggressive and and like that's what the Marcus says, isn't it? He says, I'd, as much as I'd like to say that he did know because he's a horrible person and I really don't like him, I honestly don't think that he did. I think he just treated them. I mean, banging the... Banging the t- they just scaring them, like I think controlling mm. and scary. Oh, also, when I did a bit of reading, he's actually their stepdad. Right. So there's another brother. There's a younger brother. Shit. So, like, I literally, I didn't do that much delving into it because I thought maybe I'll read the books. That'll be a nice fucking one to chat about, won't it? But, um, but yeah, there's a younger brother involved as well. Because I, I thought it was, I did, I shouldn't have done that after reading because me, cause me score should be based solely on the documentary. But after... No, no, not at all. I, I was meant to do that, but due to my timekeeping, um, <laughs> I, I did not. So that is but really after appreciated. I did a bit of reading about it, um... I found it like maybe it was a little bit lazy because it follows like the story arc of it. Like right now that the there's been the big reveal, then it's finished and they're complete and they can move on with their lives. So that's nice. Mm. But actually it turns out there's another brother who's got no mention right. whatsoever, but by seemingly, you know, he, he, what I'm sure he would have been involved as well. Why would he been any different? So, I don't know. It's 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 like oh, it's all over now, the end. But it's like, but there's other siblings. Do you know what I mean? There's 
since since I do 100% suffer from little brother syndrome, like I'm like every time you must have seen a cutscene of the shed with two beds in it, you'd be like, oh, so Ricky doesn't exist in Fair and all about the twins. Look at them; they've got the same eyebrows. Magical. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in fairness, you don't know, dear, do because he he could have been he might be a full son. He might have been the the dad's actual biological son shit, and treated yeah. differently. Like that kind of mad shit happens, doesn't it? You don't know. So I am I am intrigued by by reading the book, but I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm quite. That's a, that's to a tough this. read, you know. When you get in the chapter seven, and you're like, and then we looked in the cupboard, and you're like, oh, I know what's coming here. <laughs> I must admit, mine like mostly I don't read anymore. I do listen to podcasts, and they're usually pretty light. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, I just keep listening to Bob Mortimer's on repeat. <laughs> this will be quite a change. I'm not sure if I could quite. Pod. I don't think it's quite um, audiobook material. Is that Avleco Mince? Wait, well, I listen to that all the time, but his actual um, autobiography. Oh, I got given that for Christmas. It is. I didn't know it was on. So good. Yeah. I'll happily buy it as an audiobook because I think it's even better as an audiobook because it's just him like cracking himself up and he's just so lovely, isn't he? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind the audio book. That sounds better to me. Yeah, it, it, oh, it, I love them. No, no offense to the, the the lovely person who bought me that book that I've also mentioned. We have a strained relationship with at times. <laughs> it was a very good present because it's a very good book. I'm like, it's your favorite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's class, man. Oh, no, I, I used to love shooting stars. Honestly, it's so good. You find out loads of things. And, like, he's just... He's got not very much confidence and stuff, but it's it, just the way it's done so lovely. I love I love. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing to think the man who's like, here's what I'll do. I'll sit there and I'll get out a glorious dove and we'll move the dove around. He's like, yeah, he's not got much confidence. No, <laughs> but it makes sense when you listen. Honestly, you should listen to it. Very oh, trust good. me, I'm sure I can... <laughs> compute it. <laughs> This one, uh, I'm going to be honest, is going to be a fucking nightmare to edit. So when you're listening to this in March, I apologize for all the Christmas chat. (laughs) (laughs) But it was absolutely awesome having you on again there, Tiggs. What is your score uh, on the door for uh, who am I? It was going to, all the way through, I was thinking of a four, right? Because I thought that it was so intense and like it wasn't a nice feeling throughout, but it really had us. It was pretty gripping, yeah. Very gripping, and I was quiet nearly all the way through, which is really rare, obviously. Mm. Um, but Believe I think having read, I think I'm going to do put it down to three point five. A three point five, okay. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating story. It's just an awful one. It's really fascinating, and it's like. That's not going to happen again, is it? I fucking hope not, obviously. But, like, it, it's just such an odd... It's just so odd. Oh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it the same. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it the same. I'll tell you one thing from watching this. What? If I ever get any... Uh, I've been told to do some extra work as, as as not an actor, but as an extra in things. Um, apparently that... when I Especially when I lived in London. And if I ever get the part of um, man drinking water nervously, I'm going to go back and I'm going to study. <laughs> I'm going to study, Alex, because 
Jesus, there was something, again, it was just raw emotion. But it was if if that was an actor and you were told drink that water nervously, you'd win. You'd need Daniel Day Lewis, Meryl Streep to do it to that level. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell! Aye, I mean, I think he's got enough on his plate without you bloody picking apart how he drinks his drink. Right, look, he just looks. It's just like it's one of the things that I think I prefer documentaries to movies. Yeah. Which is like you see nuances that you're like, fuck, that's real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, something well done. But then again, if you saw somebody drinking some water like that in a film, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit over the top, isn't it? <laughs> Extra number four, stop gargling, please. He's <laughs> <laughs> like doing the fountain thing. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I was in character. <laughs> Just trying to give it me best possible. <laughs> What, what, give the glass to... I, I'll give it to him. No worries. <laughs> so you're going to give it three and a half as well? I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. I, 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 do you know what? The, if you like, you know, you... I almost call it character study, but it's a, it's a true crime in a sense. And it's just... It's one that'll fucking mark you a little bit. I don't think... It's not as grandiose as, uh, which is a fucking odd term to say it for, like uh, abducted in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's damn near almost there. I mean, you could have a documentary about a twin that lost his fucking memory and his twin had to tell him what it was back. And that was just the story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've seen worse than that. But then to chuck in all the shit that had happened to them. Yeah. When I saw it was an hour and 26, I was like, fuck, how did they fit that story into an hour and 26? I when, I had to, when I had to rewatch it, I was like, fuck. When you said that, I thought it was like a 50 minute one. But, um,. From from doing Billy Milligan and how that was stretched to four episodes comparatively, I don't think it's a, a particularly bad watch. No, not at all. I am in agreeance. Agreeance, all right. As uh, go, do we know which one we're doing next? I go funny towards the end because I start getting sad that we've got to finish. <laughs> this, is exactly, this, is what, this is exactly what it's like when I listen to you and Matt do them. When I look... I'd like go and I know that he's all winding down towards the end of the episode. I start to feel sad. And that's exactly the same when we're recording them. But then obviously we can't talk afterwards in case we've got anything to talk about. So in case so we've got something to talk about next time. Just fucking cut oh, you off at the end. There's plenty about my redacted Christmas to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, what one are we doing next? Are we going to do Shirkers? Yeah, you, you'd point it out, Shirkers. I'll check that one out. And then there was another one, wasn't there? But I can't remember what it was called, so that's probably not that one. We'll figure it out. So Shirkers may have came out before this one, again, due to editing. Um, and also Innocent Man is hopefully out by now. And I'm looking forward to doing Sutherland Till I Die at some point as well. Oh, you're talking about the future in the present, but it'll be I'm the talking past about the when pa- it comes I- out. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. There's going to be a me from the future come back and say, don't do something until I die. <laughs> <laughs> They've got buses that come here now, Rick. <laughs> I really want to do Lee Duffy, the whole of the moon, but I kind of bring myself. No, I'm not doing that because I don't want to get beaten up. Mm, same. All right, so there's a recommendation. Amazon Prime, if you can find Lee Duffy, whole of the moon, <laughs> uh, watch it and you'll click to why we don't want to talk about it but i i swear i i think about some certain scenes in that at least once a week yeah definitely i, I say i almost didn't move back <laughs> <laughs> um 
Um, did you know that the bus that you get from here to your house finishes in Sunderland? I did not, no. Well, there you go. <laughs> 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 and on that bombshell. <laughs> It's a bastard, aye. Aye, you're well out in the sticks. I bet it's changed. I bet it's even worse now. I'll have a look after we finish. <laughs> I once had to get an Uber from here to Newcastle, and uh, I mean, God bless the people in South Shield, in in Australia, trying to listen to us, our <laughs> bus natter. But um, you, I was like, there's one Uber, boom, got it. I said, I'll be here in 50 minutes. It was coming from North Shields, and you saw the whole thing. Compared to what I used to live with, it just felt like I'd became Amish. I'd never been more <laughs> entitled with technology. Going, why isn't there someone in a fucking electric car near my house right now? <laughs> I tell you what, it's a good job you don't go out very much because the taxi shortage is insane now around here. Well, there's no taxis either. Not at all, at all, right? So you ring up and you'll be like, oh, it's, this is like five o'clock, say, so you're like, oh, can I get a taxi for like 11 a night to come home from wherever I've been. And then, like, oh, we're not doing pre-bookings. You've just got to ring and see if we've got one at the time. It's like, well, I <laughs> Sounds don't, like a good system. I don't want to go somewhere and not be able to get home, you know, that thing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> most of the most of them's only got one driver per, per um, taxi place now. Crazy. Because everybody got new jobs Jeez. in COVID. Right. Wow. I mean, it's not a good story, Rick, but it's true and it's upsetting. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I firm believe in, you know, comfort travelling. And things like that is why the last time that we spoke, I was so drunk, because if I would have been able to just get straight into a taxi rather than have to have all the real air hitters after the pub, I would have been sober as a judge. <laughs> Can't remember that phone call at all. I'd... And I woke up the next day, my phone was brought, and I thought, well, I don't think I was that bad, actually, so I kind of be me. I think it's just chance. It's just happened to me when I've got blackout and I can't remember what's happened before. And then the next day, I was like, my chest hurts a little bit. I don't know what that's about. And then, like, the day after the day after, I had just a bruise from, like, from like just under my neck, like, all the way across to my shoulder. And I was thinking, ah, that looks to me like I've fallen into the re glass recycling bin. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I've been trying... Did. Did I? You fell into something because you'll be walking and then you're like, Whoa! and then you like, and you pick up, dust yourself off, forget you're on the phone, and be like, Hello, yeah, I just fell over. How are you doing? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the walk from, um, it's not a long walk, it probably is when you can't walk, it's probably only 15 20 minutes. But like, it's all Do you know, you yelled at a bunch of blokes as well. Oh, Do you well, remember that? They probably deserved it. Apparently, yeah, but you just did it in your stride. Like it was, it's just a Tuesday to you to yell at people for their behaviour. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not gonna get the beer fear about it because I bet they deserved it. Oh, in fairness, it's probably the pricks who were horrible. It was in the pub. There was a there was a group of lads that like all like it felt like being back at school. The the and it's not like that in that pub. It's like a lovely like proper pub. Um, and they just and they start a bit like and I was like, oh my god, this is a bit like. Like, bull like school bullying. But there was, like, three lads, and I was on my own because I'd nipped out for a tab, like, on my own. And they're just, like, having a go. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are you about 40? And they were like, oh, yeah, 39, 40, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
were adults. Like, I was like, don't, you don't talk to people like that. Come on. Like, I'm not, I won't go into it, Rick. Obviously, I'm over it. Um, but yeah, I was so, it was probably them and I was calling them fucking pricks or something. But I mean, they could probably literally kill us because they're kind of hard, but never mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll all be dead soon. Lisa would have gone. Wish <laughs> Lisa would have gone do what I love, <laughs> berating folk for, for for the moral injustices. <laughs> there was a moment when you hadn't clarified you'd got back in the house, uh-huh. so I'm trying to get confirmation you're back home and not lying in the snow in concert as uh-huh. it just builds up around you like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. <laughs> yeah, I think you went. I'm just doing something. I went all right, and I've got you on my headphones while playing the Xbox, and uh, about five minutes went past. I was like. Things. You went, huh? Oh my god, you stayed on the line. I'm like, are you home? <laughs> <laughs> Confirmation, that is your house you're sat in is crumble. <laughs> Can you see a very furry dog? <laughs> but yeah, anyway, as I said, absolutely awesome having you on again, Tinks. Look forward to doing the next one. Uh Shirkers in the near future or possibly distant past. Who knows? Thank you to all the <laughs> The, the Patreon viewers, I promise, I promise, I promise that should have started up again by now. And if I'm not mistaken, we we refunded December or January, one of the two. Matt was on that side. Uh, not spoke to Matt for a while either. Um, and that's because we didn't put enough out to really justify it. But we are getting around to doing the picks. And yeah, thank you very much. Hope you all had a great new year. Thanks. Say goodbye there, Pat. Goodbye. <laughs> I really struggle to say bye like a normal person. It was lovely to speak to you, Richard. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with my hands, you know? I'm talking. Like <laughs> See you later. <laughs> it's when you're in the sweet spot of a conversation. Like, do you remember? Address people. <laughs> what? Oh, hello. <laughs> Can I just say, when, when people are mean, that that is wrong. But you have to... Worry about why they're being mean. Everyone's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Lovely chatting to you. All right. Till the next one. Uh, Take it easy.